Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 46, about some pet-friendly places to find in Florida. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week, we are sponsored by Viator. Viator is your all-in-one site for attractions and things to do, especially in the Sunshine State. You can find discounted tickets, exclusive behind-the-scenes tours, skip-the-line access, and so much more. Plus, you can reserve now and pay later with Viator's free cancellation and flexible payment options. Start booking your Florida activities now. Visit floridatravelpod.com slash Viator to get started. Oh, I'm so excited. This week, we're going to bring on a special cast guest, <laughs> cast <on> guest <laughs> that we will introduce later <laughs> to talk about some pet-friendly places to visit in Florida. But Christina, you have a great Florida tip of the week. Yeah. So, I mean, we live on a peninsula. That means we have- We a- do? What does that mean? <clears throat> oh, 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 homeschool moment of the week. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> it means we have water on all three sides. Well, on three sides. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, really, sides. we only have three. I guess we have a north, but well, it's attached have, to yeah, Georgia. Exactly. And That's what makes it a peninsula and not an island. <laughs> right. So <laughs> because we have two coasts and our, it's a narrow state, you know, so you can see the sun set on one side and the sun rise on the other side. Actually, this is a thing. Sun, right. Yeah. This is a thing people do. I'm they doing will it. Go to one side of the state to see the sunrise and then drive across to the other side to see the it. sunset. You need to stop and see the sunrise or the sunset or both, uh, even if it's just once. Like, well, you could do that doing that coast-to-coast trail we talked about right. on our hiking episode. Right, right. So we have the most amazing sunsets and sunrises in the world because we're a peninsula, because we're right here, surrounded by all this beautiful water. And depending on what coast you're on, you must stop and do it. You know what I discovered when I stayed in the um, panhandle recently? Your is- slow-mo on your camera? No, your fast motion. <laughs> My time lapse. Well, yes, time lapse, Christina, time mm-hmm. lapse. Actually, I discovered, depending on where you are in the peninsula and on the Gulf Coast, you could see the sunrise and the sunset. Yes. It's just one's on the left and one's on the right. Yep. And you, you can, can do that them. in the Keys, too, right? You can, yeah, you can see them both from the same position. You don't have to drive back and forth across the state. How cool is that? I, I collect sunrise and sunset pictures like I do with seashells. Oh, yeah. Fortunately. Well, see, your kids can't stop you from that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or my husband. He's the one that says no more seashells. And of course, seeing as, you know, we're talking about sunsets and sunrises, I think it's really important to note, don't forget your sunscreen. Good tip. Thanks. This week, we are so excited to introduce Amy Gilbride from the Florida Travel Girl. I just, I, I love, first of all, her her blog name and her social media name. I think it was a perfect fit. We to, met. <laughs> to bring the Florida Travel Girl onto the Florida Travel Pod. Uh, Amy loves to travel around Florida, and um, she always has these fantastic pictures with her dog. So it was so appropriate for us to just say, hey, can you come talk about your pet and tell us what places are pet friendly? and help- Especially because we don't have pets. So when we travel around, we don't know what to expect when you walk into a place if you have a pet. Exactly. I've seen people walk into a place with their dog, and then they it's like... A whole other accommodation. <laughs> yes, it is. So, and I think, I mean, for the most part, we're probably talking dog friendly, right? Not, mm-hmm. I, I don't know many people who are bringing their cats, but you never know. Uh, who knows? They could have a, a pot-bellied pig too that they're bringing with <laughs> us. Anyway, all of these places that Amy's going to talk about are true tested with her dog Kiwi. And Amy, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome, Amy. 
Thank you so much for having me. Can you give us, (laughs) we are too. Can you give us a little background on um, how you started and how you started your, your blog and your social media channels? Sure. So uh, yeah, my main uh, form is the blog, the Florida travel girl. And I started that in 2018. I always liked following travel blogs and I started traveling more. So originally I was just um, going to blog about, you know, more like vacations, but I realized there weren't a lot of posts about where I'm from Melbourne, Florida online. So I started putting together some travel guides and restaurant guides for this, this area, the space coast. And it kind of took off from there. I found there was a lot more, uh, desire for hidden gems in Florida and sharing stuff like that, as opposed to, you know, like trips to Europe that everyone takes. So definitely, uh, definitely. I mean, that's exactly why we started doing what we do because we knew Florida is so much more than Disney world and the beaches. And sometimes it takes digging around a little to find that information out because it's not like everybody's talking about what's on the side of the road when you're traveling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really it is. Um, I love seeing where people find different areas they discover. So I've really enjoyed sharing what I found. And then with the pandemic, traveling really came became a lot more local. So even since I've just started uh, traveling around Florida more, visiting small towns and finding uh, new places, breweries, restaurants to share with people. Perfect. I love it. I love it. So Christina, you want to, you know, start us off asking the sure. questions you came up with? <laughs> well, so what I was thinking was, you know, when we, when we go through our scripts and stuff, we have like a certain... Um, We try to touch on location. We try to touch on restaurants. We try to touch on accommodations and all of those different things. And so seeing as we don't have animals when we travel, I mean, I've got three kids. She's got two kids. I don't know (laughs) if they have animals. Husbands, but no, no pets per se. And so it's a little bit like, I don't even think about that stuff when I'm getting ready to go. But I know, you know, that's different sometimes in the locations that you're going. So what we did was we set it up sort of to ask you the way that we would have scripted out a location. So like, um, you know, when you're talking about a a vacation location, so, you know, you're going to a city somewhere or a a type of... um, uh, okay, city, for a destination, destination, yeah. small town, <laughs> yeah. All so, of it. what what would you consider some of your top um, easy pet friendly locations throughout Florida? Yes. So um, I've pretty much always bring Kiwi, my Corgi with us when we travel. So I have um, evaluated a lot of different parts of Florida based on this. And first off, I think most people would agree with me that the Tampa Bay area is by far the most uh, dog friendly in Florida. And I've been to Tampa, I've been to St. Pete, Clearwater, Dunedin, and all those towns always blow me away with how dog friendly they are. Yeah. Um, they have like downtowns, like Dunedin is actually one of the most dog friendly places in Florida. They call themselves Dog Dunedin, and they even have like a <laughs> world. I yeah, think I so. did see that. I may have even seen it on your profile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. We took a picture of Kiwi in front of it. And, um, so cute. So just every restaurant has like outdoor seating. They have dog bowls. Um, and a lot of times they'll like have open air restaurants or breweries. So you can bring the dog even inside with you out of the rain. Um, having uh, like some sort of cover is definitely a, a, pro, a plus with dogs because you don't want to have to worry about the rain in Florida that frequently That's happens. so true. I never yes. even thought about that. Like, yeah, I know you, so many restaurants have outdoor seating, so I would have never even thought, like, what happens when you're stuck out there and the wind is blowing and there's rain coming in yeah. and your dog's <laughs> laying there on the puddle on the ground? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it definitely can help to have some sort of a shelter. Because um, a lot of time, I think dogs aren't actually allowed inside like restaurants because of health codes. So um, Tampa, St. Pete, all those places, they have um, a lot of covering and restaurants. They also have a lot of hotels, um, I say, that allow dogs. The Aloft is one of the best in downtown Tampa, and they don't even have a pet fee. So um, if you're traveling with a dog, usually you have to pay a $50 to $100 fee uh, per the whole trip um, for like a dog cleaning fee. But Aloft doesn't have those fees usually. That's good to know. I didn't even think about that. I knew that there were pet-friendly hotels, but I didn't think about the fact that they cost extra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so usually I wonder if that's uh, all Aloft brands or if that is just specific to Tampa. It's like 90% of Aloft okay. brands. But that's a I good found brand some you get, like the Aloft and Delray Beach actually does charge a pet fee. But okay. um, that brand does tend to be more pet friendly. And then you can bring your dog to the like lobby or the pool area and they um, are more accommodating with them like walking around the hotel. Whereas Sometimes you go to a hotel and they don't even like really want them in the elevator, which can be a challenge. Are <laughs> so. there are there other brands like Aloft throughout Florida that you've that you've come across? Yes, yeah. So um, I'm actually a big fan of Hyatt, and most Hyatts, especially Hyatt places, allow oh. dogs too. I would have not um, they, thought that of Hyatt. Yeah, they're great, and sometimes they even have like they give you like a dog bed, and they have like a little bitty bed. Yeah. So Hyatt places, especially, um, that's the sort of brand of Hyatt. Uh, they usually charge a pet fee, but it's not too bad. That's so cool. They give you a dog bed. So it's like, like yeah. having a crib for your baby. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. They are a baby. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, so so, you had a lot of other destinations on your list too. Oh, yes. So give yeah. us, um, give us some so other highlights. This past, this past April, we went to Fort Myers and I was pretty surprised. That's another very dog friendly area because all the beaches um, allow, or most of them at least, allow you to walk your dog with a leash on their beaches which is pretty rare. Most places it's only designated dog beaches. But for Myers, um, every beach we went to, you could bring your dog. And then they even had a couple off-leash dog beaches oh. where they can run and fly. So that's what I was going to say, too. Like the, Isn't there a leash law through the whole state except for those areas where they can say, oh, hey, you can take them off here? Yeah, I don't know what the like law exactly is, but most like I would say like a lot of beaches don't allow dogs at all. And then the ones that do, unless they're like a designated dog beach, you have to have them on the leash. I've come across that at campgrounds. Um, Have you ever camped with your dog? Yes. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, you usually have to keep them on a leash in the campground and um, uh, they can sometimes go on trails, but even that really varies. And I have uh, some trails too that I can mention where you can bring your dog. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so we have Tampa, we have Fort Myers. What yes. else? So, and yeah, Gulf Coast I found is very dog friendly. We also had a really good trip to Naples with our Corgi. We stayed at the Hyatt house in Naples. It was right on the water. There was tons of room to uh, walk around right by the water, saw dolphins. So that was a good nice. area and lots of outdoor dining there. So Naples was good. I've, I've and, been to Delray before. I'm, I just had to interject because I was, th- oh, yeah. when you were talking about the beaches and stuff and I, I, th- I thought about Delray and I've been down there and on the beaches in Delray and it seemed like they were, f- they were, they're restaurants and all that seemed just like the way you were describing Tampa. Have you been down there to Delray with, with Kiwi? Yeah. Um, I actually haven't been with uh, Kiwi, but yes, I've been down to Delray and that's another good spot. They do, they have a lot of outdoor dining. Their, their downtown is good. That yeah. Is, that's what I was imagining. <laughs> yeah. We like to stay in those downtown areas because they tend to be more walkable. Mm-hmm. And so they expect people to bring their pets with them. 
Um, so yeah, on the other coast, um, close to Delray Beach, Jupiter is another really good Love spot. Jupiter. Yeah, they have the, they have probably the best dog beach in Florida. It's like really clean, lots of room for the dog to run around off leash. Um, and then they also have, they have a bunch of like town centers, which we love taking our dogs to our dog Kiwi. Um, and we've brought family dogs before. So Jupiter's a good one on the East coast. Also St. Augustine. Um, we've had a really good trip there, uh, with our dog. That's um, right. Um, I've noticed that walking up and down St. George's street, yes. a lot of the, a lot of the small businesses will put water bowls out and exactly. there's dogs all up and down that street. That's true. Uh, so yes. I, had, I had a question about that too. Just knowing that St. George's street tends to be, I mean, it's obviously just pedestrian, but I feel like sometimes it's a little crowded. Close, yeah. yeah, like a little yeah. close. And so did you have any problems walking the dog down the, the main streets in St. Augustine or? We haven't. Everyone's really friendly. I think if your dog is okay in crowds, then it's fine. But you definitely wouldn't want to bring a dog that doesn't like crowds. Of course. It can, especially during uh, Christmas season coming up. Yeah. Um, and I did want to clarify that one thing about St. Augustine that you have to watch out for is um, I do like going there and staying in the bed and breakfast. And a lot of times they don't allow dogs. Yeah, but I wouldn't expect. I was going to ask yeah. you that about, um, I wanted to bring up like um, Airbnb or yes. house rentals of sorts. How often are you able to encounter a time when you can bring the dog to, to a house? I would say more often than not, you can bring a dog. They do usually charge a fee, but um, our trip to Fort Myers, we stayed in Airbnb and I really liked it because you don't have to deal with like elevators, lobbies, you know, you can just walk your dog right out the front door and take him on a walk. And then we got an Airbnb with a pool, which was nice because he could, um, you know, sit near us and run around while we were hanging out at the pool. Whereas at a hotel, sometimes you feel bad they're in the room and you're out by the pool having fun. So <laughs> Airbnbs can be great for dog owners. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about that as a consideration. I mean, obviously you don't <laughs> want to leave the pet in the hotel because it's an unfamiliar su surrounding yeah. sometimes and you don't know could if they're going to be... cause them to get anxious and yeah. like scratch things or try bark, to get out, right. bark. Yeah. Well, I was say bark. I've been in places where people have left their, left their pets in a room and you just hear them barking and you feel so bad. Because... I've had my dog scratch a door when we were staying there. Oh, no. They scratched at the yeah. door because he was wanting to get out. You know, he was like, let me, mm -hmm. let me come with you. So that is yes. good to know. I mean, that's another thing too you have to check with your airbnb rentals um to make sure that uh you that they allow pets as well totally yeah that's always a consideration and with dogs too i try you know when you first get one it's good to start out with like a one night trip see how they do leave them for a short amount of time um and make sure they're okay our dog usually just like sleeps in the room i think they're pretty <laughs> chill and he knows he's gonna get a lot of treats if he's traveling with us so he gets very actually excited <laughs> to a hotel but you know don't leave him there all day we try and find some activities uh that's actually one thing i forgot to mention um with saint pete and tampa they have these things called uh, dog bars or uh, pet hubs or something now where you can literally like go um, to a bar that has a big open space with outside, inside, and the dogs can just run around free and play with each other and stuff. So we've had a pretty good experience with that for letting them run off. That's why that. you brought I a baby to a bar. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yes, that was. I know everyone has to bring pets, babies to bars now. We gotta oh, always keep people entertained. Well, and it makes sense. I mean, Tampa and St. Pete, they're known for having so many breweries, right? So, yes. I, I mean, I think it makes sense that, yeah, of course, one, some of them are going to be more than pet friendly they're going to be the place the place to be because why not attract those people who have their pets with them especially the locals too for that matter oh yeah and i know when i don't travel with my dog i love seeing other dogs and i'm always excited too same like when we go camping other people's dogs spark up such great conversations between us and we're walking along through the campground and then we start talking to them them about their dog and we strike a new friendship so we we have a list should we just jump ahead to the breweries then because i have i see one on your list called paw is this one of those places Love Definitely. It. So yeah, that's in St. Pete, Pinellas Ale Works, also oh. known as Oh, uh, that's uh, funny. Yeah, they made completely dog themed, dog friendly. They have a big open backyard with um, shade and um, dogs can run around. And then I think they even allow dogs like inside the brewery. And nice. so we love that one. All the St. Pete ones are, I actually just put a post up about my favorite St. Pete breweries and all of them allow dogs. St. Um, Pete has to be one in. of my favorite places to visit anyway. I just, right. I know. <laughs> we well, always find ourselves there. Yeah. And, and make sure you send us any links that you mentioned too. We'll be sure oh, to yeah. put those in the show notes and we'll put those in on our website as well. Definitely. Yes. So yeah. And St. Pete, my uh, two favorites um, for bringing dogs are Paw and Three Daughters because Three Daughters is huge. Three Daughters. Yeah. We've talked about them before. Yeah. Oh yeah. As long as your dog doesn't mind live music because they usually have some, it's a great place to take your dog. And then also um, CUNY and Dunedin Brewing. Those are really good ones in Clearwater area for pets. We just took Kiwi to CUNY and they were super accommodating. Awesome. Had water bowls and yeah. But then um, some other spots we really liked um, on that Fort Myers trip I was mentioning, we went to this place called Millennial Brewing, which was really cool spot for so many reasons. They, they're kind of like a warehouse style too. So you can open air, you can bring your dog in. And they also host a lot of different like uh, local vendors. So it wasn't even just breweries. They had um, like non-alcoholic cocktails, which is nice. And uh, also like a little shop, little market. So that's neat. Um, yeah, but funny enough, we ran into another corgi there, and they were having a birthday party. Corgi. Yeah, so oh, they even funny. gave ours a little birthday hat, and there was we got like a picture of like five dogs together <laughs> having a little birthday party at a brewery. So that that's adorable. Stands out to me. Uh, probably the brewery I go to the most with my dog is Intracoastal Brewing. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's in Melbourne. I have uh, not been there. It's one of the best in Florida. I really stand by that. I'm a regular there, but um, they they make some really unique beers and uh, they have a huge beer garden um, with like grass and stuff. So it's a very comfortable place nice. to hang out with your dog. Um, we always take Kiwi there. And Melbourne is actually where I live. It's not the most dog friendly area. Honestly, we are kind of lacking with outdoor dining. So it, this is our like go to spot for when we're taking Kiwi out in your own hometown. That's great. <laughs> I know. I know. It is unfortunate. That's why probably why we're traveling so much. Oh, you should just <laughs> go pitch someone. to your hometown and be like, look, <laughs> I'm a travel I know. blogger. I think and we they're trying. <laughs> exactly. They're trying, but yeah. um, it's, they've got a ways to go. 
And then uh, recently I went to West Volusia. I didn't take my dog with me, but I went to P- Persimmon Hollow Brewing and that was very dog friendly. I saw Tanya's a favorite. It is. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been to Persimmon Hollow. They have a location in downtown Orlando in addition, but D- the Deland one is their original. And we did talk yes. about it on our Deland episode. Um, yeah. Oh, Persimmon nice. Hollow. When you were talking that warehouse open style, yeah. you can walk right in. And yeah, I mean, I, I go for the beach hippie every time yeah oh that's yeah my favorite that. yeah <laughs> that's yes, funny they have, i had that this weekend and their Oktoberfest was good they have so yeah. many good ones. yeah so now go uh, you go i was gonna say so you mentioned um you know hiking and 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 trails and stuff which we have here on our list like we have we talk so much which we've realized over the months <laughs> now that we've talked so much about state parks um, and we do talk about camping a lot. Um, and we just did a hiking and bike. We recorded a hiking and biking episode. It's um, is, is that, well, out? I mean, by the time this airs, it will be well, out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, give us a little insight on what you've experienced with state parks or parks in general, recreation, hiking, biking, that kind of stuff. Yeah, of course. So uh, state parks are kind of tricky. A lot of times they don't allow dogs um, in the in a lot of areas. Like they'll allow them in the campground, they have to be on a leash. And a lot of them actually don't even allow dogs in the nature trail. And part of that might be because of alligators. I've been on a lot of cool nature trails where you can um, yeah. get kind of close to alligators yeah. <laughs> and you do not want to risk having your dog near no. <laughs> and disrupting that environment. So you definitely have to research ahead of time, but there are some trails that are great for bringing your dog. Um, one of them that I really like uh, near Orlando is Little Big Econ. Oh, There's yeah. all sorts of trails there. I That's went a- to school at UCF and I, that was a place that I, we went to a lot. Yes, it's such a cool place to explore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have you found when you're on like in the, a trail like that, have you found that the it, people walking around and going back and forth, has it bothered the dog at all? Um, not usually. Yeah. We've, I haven't ran into any issues with my dog or other people's dogs. Yeah. Actually, that's um, more what I meant was with yeah. other <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But like, so my dog is pretty social. He likes to like say hi, oh, okay. and so, um, <laughs> but usually if they're on a mission, they can just walk right by and he won't have an issue. Um, but yeah, you know, you definitely have to be respectful. Uh, we keep our dog on the leash and I think most require it. I follow some, hiking dogs on Instagram that just like walk off the leash and uh, stay with their owner. But we haven't tried that yet. I think your dog and has to be very trained for yeah, that. Too. Especially with all the stuff exactly. that goes on around there. So Little Big Econ, exactly. any other ones yeah. that were really good? Yeah, um, near Tampa, there's Hillsborough River State Park. Mm-hmm. That's, that has a lot of cool trails. Um, and then also West Volusia, there's the Leon Springs, which you can't bring your dog in the Springs, of course. Um, if they like swimming, they'll have to stick to the beaches, but there are nature trails there that are really cool to walk through. Um, so if you want to go on a little hike and it's pretty shaded, that's a big thing I look for. If I'm taking my dog on the nature trail, make sure it's shady. Cause you know, it's hot here most of the year and you don't want that, their little paws to hurt. Um, Gainesville, actually, we haven't touched on Gainesville, but that's a pretty good dog-friendly vacation. I think it's an underrated vacation spot in general. Um, they're, like, downtown has so many good restaurants, a lot of them with outdoor dining, great for dogs. They have a couple of breweries. Um, Swamphead is another one I meant to mention. That's a great brewery for dogs. It's this big grassy area. 
but they also have the San Velasco hammock preserve and that has some great nature trails for dogs. Now there's one I haven't heard. Yeah. <laughs> San Velasco or hammock because we talked about hammock. No, no, no. <laughs> that the one she just said. What was it? San Velasco? San Velasco. Yeah. Oh, fan I, and I, yeah. I listed them on our document too. So you can see those. Oh, cool. Thanks, Link, and, and we'll link to all of the places mentioned in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> we say that a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then one place I, the, so I've really tried to like travel all Florida. I think I've been like pretty much all over the East coast and most of the West coast, but the one area I really haven't been to yet is the panhandle. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. We have the same problem. Oh, like I know. the panhandle is just not an easy trip to, to do for some reason. Like it's, it's such, it seems like hours yeah, away. <laughs> you think, you yeah. think like, Oh, I, I can just travel up there. It's Florida, but Nope. No, it's no, a long, I know. I mean, it's a long just, drive. It's on my list. There are so many cool spots. I need to check out there, but I just haven't been able to make the drive. Um, that far. And so I would have a feeling Pensacola just being part of the Gulf Islands national seashore and having the all, you know, and then West, West Florida (laughs) university is known for all of their nature trails. I would think too, that those would be some good areas up there in the panhandle, but yeah, we're right there with you. We keep saying (laughs) we need to take a trip. trip. (laughs) Yeah, I know there's so much, but, um, I hear St. George Island is a great place to bring dogs. They have a lot of trails and they also, most of their beaches allow dogs. So that's definitely on my list when I finally make the drive up to the panhandle. I was going to say, in a St. George Island on the panhandle, I was thinking it was closer to it's Tallahassee. Kind of like, yeah, it's um, it's definitely more uh, within the state than on the, like, um, the top, you know. Okay. <laughs> more yeah. in the body of the state where we all seem to stay. Uh, up north <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, up north, yeah. we just need to say. Yeah, it's north up north. <laughs> in the other time zone of Florida. Is. Right? Oh, my, I know. It's, yeah, I don't know if, if St. George Island is. but Oh, it's near Apalachicola. Okay. And, and so, yeah. how Tanya just pulls things up on the computer when she wants to know. And I sit here and wait for Tanya to pull things because up on the computer. If I want to know, I'm sure our listeners need to know. And that's the whole point, right? So, yeah. Apalachicola exactly. National Forest. Yeah, that whole area, too, I've heard, I mean, is so nature. Wow. So, so yeah, so geared towards a lot of nature. So, I think that would be an absolute great place to take the dog let's go let's let's go really into nature though we talked we touched a little bit on the beaches but i know you have a list of beaches that are some of your favorites as well yep so again i really like the gulf coast for dog beaches um especially because the water is usually like more shallow calm um that makes sense yeah yeah you don't have to worry about the waves like i do on my coast and you know rip currents and stuff so um we've loved uh tampa bay area we love fort Desoto and honeymoon island they both allow dogs honeymoon island is the best yes so beautiful i love it there i know so yeah that area we love to go the only downside is you have to watch out for red tide Mm -hmm. so you definitely don't want to your dog to have to get irritated with that god i didn't even think about that too Mm -hmm. that's something else to consider yeah Yes. Good point. Yeah. That, even Watch if it's the just weather. mild for us. Yeah. Even just mild days for us, it could be uh, disruptive to them. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, another one on the Gulf Coast I love is Bonita Dog Beach. So that's in like uh, Fort Myers. That's yeah. another great one. And then on the East Coast, though, there are a couple. I do like Jupiter. That dog beach is great. And usually the water's not too crazy. And the one I go to on the Space Coast is Canova Beach. 
Okay. So that is an on-leash dog beach, but that's probably the one I frequent most. So I had to mention it. (laughs) That sounds great. Amy, you gave us such a great list of places to go. Um, I think we definitely, you know, need to have you back one of these days and we could go really in depth on a destination and throw in, you know, the, the dog friendly and pet friendly um, places as well. Do you have like out of this list, where are your top three favorite places to go? This is called rapid fire. So Uh, you're on the spot. (laughs) So top three, St. Pete, Jupiter, and I... I'll say Gainesville, honestly. Okay. I mean, that's a great list, too. I mean, two of those are definitely places we've talked about. Yeah. And Gainesville, she just wrote just me a wrote note. It. She's like, we need to do a Gainesville episode. We need yes. to do a lot of we episodes. We need to do a lot of episodes, but we're always looking yeah. for like Maybe a good we can, city one. Yeah. We hadn't thought of doing Gainesville yet. We, so. can, we can definitely bring you back for some of that. Amy, tell us where everybody can find you. Yep. So you can find me on my blog. It's thefloridatravelgirl.com. I'm also on Instagram on under the Florida Travel Girl. And I do have a Facebook group called Florida Travel Finds. So. Oh, I think we're going to have to join that and share that yeah. too with yes. our with our list. And so. please, yeah, share your podcast on it. People will love it. All Yay. right. I think now it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Each week, we're going to share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the week. And this week's featured product is Jelly Press, which I found through Amy's stories. Yay! (laughs) Jelly Press is all about the love of travel and local art. Artist Chelsea Preston uses original watercolor designs and illustrations. And my favorite part of her designs is that she features a lot of our state and national parks. She even has a Florida State Parks checklist and which I Um, I think think we need to get that. (laughs) I think we do too. Amy, do you have that? Is that what I saw in the stories? I just just got it and I, um, I got it with the sweatshirt I ordered she has this adorable sweatshirt yeah, I loved her Every stuff. I'm, gift. I'm so glad. I love discovering thing through discovering things like that through Instagram and Instagram stories. Oh. So uh, if you have, um, you know, grab that Florida State Parks checklist and if you've heard of our episodes. We said we love the state parks. So visit jellypressflorida.com for more. Stay tuned to find out where we're going to go next week. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod or FloridaTravelPod.com where we are sharing our most recent travels and ex- experiences. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> and if you have any All tips that. or experiences you would like to share, that's the place to do it. You can also reach out to us on email at hello at FloridaTravelPod.com. And you can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This helps our this helps other people discover our content. And if you enjoy our content, Hey, consider supporting supporting us on Patreon. Every dollar counts. Even a small monthly donation like two or five dollars a month will go a long way. You can go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod and it allows us to dedicate more time to research the best content from the Sunshine State. Hey, next week we're gonna talk about our favorite small towns. Ooh, I can't wait for that one. But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. 